I'm Melissa, and we are here for another episode of the Paladin Podcast. And I said it right on Yay. my first try. <laughs> I am here with Coach Jenny Begman. She is joining us today, and we're just going to chat a little bit about, you know, her history, her thoughts on coaching, and we'll just see where it takes us. Um, so, Jenny, tell us a little bit about your your history. Um, we'll just start with that. Cool. Uh, yeah, so I... I kind of grew up as an athlete, I guess. I, I kind of grew up on a ranch just like working cattle, just always being active. And that was something that was really emphasized, I guess, to me as a kid. And then played sports. I grew up in a really small town, so I played three sports. Um, just because <laughs> that's what you do in a small town. Um, and then ran a little bit of track in college, nothing like crazy. I wasn't <laughs> like more there for moral support, but still um, stayed active through college and then um, joined the Marine Corps when I was just, just out of college, uh, went in as an officer. And so obviously had to stay relatively fit for that and um, got out of the Marine Corps in 2018. And I didn't get into CrossFit. I mean, I obviously like worked out through kind of all those years, some sometimes more consistently than others. And I'd done everything from, you know, I'd run, you know, kind of been a sprint athlete. And then I decided to be a distance athlete for whatever strange reason. So I had done, you know, the short distances and I had done the three mile races and half marathons and all that kind of had, and then I'd done some weightlifting, just kind of had been all over the place, was always you know, kind of intense about it. And so it was funny because I always had people um, throughout my life always, you know, trying to get me into CrossFit and kind of saying, you know, you would love this. This is, you know, right up your alley. It's really intense. It's really competitive. Um, it's really hard. I know you love that kind of stuff. So um, I, I always had people like, just like trying to get me into it. And I was always like, no, you know, I, I don't, I always subscribe to the more traditional, like NSCA strength and conditioning, you know, very, um, methodical programming and things like that. Um, so then I just got to a point, um, I guess it was a year before I got out of my where I was just in a, in a job in a billet that was really, really stressful and, um, just working crazy hours and like lots of, lots of stress. And I knew that if I didn't do something, um, I was going to start having like anxiety attacks or panic attacks or something, you know, because it was just, um, my working out was relatively consistent, but not really, you know, my intensity surely definitely wasn't high. And, um, I was just kind of moving to move, which is not bad, but it wasn't, I wasn't really like pushing myself and I felt myself just feeling worse. And, um, you know, I felt like I was getting injured more, even though I was moving less, you know, it was really ironic. And so I finally, there was a ton of people who were in that same job with me who did CrossFit at the time and like, just come try it. And I just come try it with me. And that was in 2018, it was January, 2018. Um, so <laughs> tried CrossFit and I was immediately hooked, you know, like, this is not classic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, this is not at all what I thought it was going to be. You know, I thought it was going to be really mindless, just like, I think that was, you know, probably a lot of people who've kind of been in the fitness world for a while have this incorrect, probably assumption about CrossFit that it's just mindless programming and people just going in and being crazy and moving, you know, however they want to in poor ways. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Injuries left and right. And that was not at all it. And so, um, 
I think, you know, I was fortunate enough to be introduced when I you know, first started CrossFit to a coach who knew what he was doing. He knew how to program, he knew how to correct movement, he knew how to scale and like implement people as they were ready. I mean, for me, I was probably easier to coach into it because I'd been Olympic lifting, you know, previously and I had an athletic background. So it wasn't like I was totally deconditioned and like coming in with no experience, but I saw how he used those athletes in his own gym um, and got them where they needed to be in a healthy way. And to obviously like the community, I was, I'd never been so consistent and, you know, had able to maintain such a high intensity um, of since, you know, before that, but, you know, like I said, my work, workouts have been spotty, they've been all over the place, uh, and then CrossFit really just got that consistency that I needed to, and it, it just spilled over into everything. I started, you know, paying attention to my sleep, you know, before I started, it's ironic, before I started CrossFit, you know, I was maybe getting four or five hours a night, just like crazy. And then without even doing anything, I mean, and it wasn't my goal going into a CrossFit class to try to like lose weight or, you know, that was not really my focus at the time. Um, but I dropped like 10 pounds of body fat just because I was sleeping and because I was like hungry when I, I was paying attention to my body and I was eating when I was hungry and, you know, eating, like eating what I wanted to eat, but just stopping when I was full, you know? And so, um, (laughs) that consistency. And I think that, you know, that community of like-minded people, um, just helped me kind of balance the stress out in my life. Um, and, and it's been fun from the, I mean, I haven't, I should definitely haven't forgotten. And I learned a lot. I had some, I mean, I had been coaching before I started CrossFit and I had some coaches who were more, you know, traditional, like NSCA type, you know, CSCS coaches, um, kind of like, I guess, groomed me in that direction. And so I had that background and I certainly haven't forgotten it, but, you know, now I feel like I have this new perspective with CrossFit that it's just, it, you know, helps my programming, helps my coaching and, and all that. So that's, that's a short story made long. That's how I got here today. <laughs> yes. Well, what, I guess you already were kind of interested in coaching before CrossFit. You, you've just kind of been drawn to helping people perform better and, 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 uh, do, do better. Um, what was it about, like when you started CrossFit, were you instantly like, Oh, I want to help people do this. Or was it just after a while that you kind of saw that that would be something you'd like to do? Yeah, that's a good question. I don't really remember like what, I mean, it's kind of my personality too. Like as soon as I start something, it's like, I'm going to go all in, you know, like I'm not, I'm not going to do it halfway. Um, and so it was like, well, if I'm going to do CrossFit, I'm going to be a coach. This is what it is. <laughs> and so, and I love, like, I think I'm in physical therapy. I'm, I'm in physical therapy school now. Um, and so, you know, having like hands-on helping people learn how to better has always been, it just feels like really innate to me. And it feels like kind of what I was made to do. And so you know, like with CrossFit, you know, I wanted to be able to, cause I mean, you know, not every box is the same. Not every gym is the same. You know, there are gyms with great coaches and mindful coaches. Um, and there are some gyms that don't have some great coaching, you know, and that is where we see injuries and, you know, people really getting turned off from CrossFit is when you maybe don't have that, that, um, that mindful or experience coaching, you know, trying to get people where they're, where they need to be. And so I think I wanted to be 
part of the positive kind of movement and the positive perception of CrossFit where people, you know, see someone who, you know, kind of walks the walk and, and talks the talk with CrossFit, and, you know, is like really mindful of what they're doing with their own lives, but also has a coach who's able to, you know, to shape that mindset for someone else and help them, you know, meet them where they're at and get their movement. Um, the best is what, for what they can do, you know, and not necessarily try to coach them as if they're a games athlete. So that was definitely part of the draw. Um, just wanting to, again, just be part of the positive, um, positive side of CrossFit to help people understand, you know, that it's not, it's not just a bunch of crazy people doing crazy movements out of control. Yeah. Uh, I mean, sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. So there are some, and that's, yeah. That's half the fun, right? You know, staying up class and working on freestanding handstand push yeah. you know, just stupid stuff. Um, but doing that with it, you know, like having it, being able to be a smart coach and, and being able to coach people within their abilities. Um, so that's definitely a big draw for me. And I think it just, I've seen myself, I mean, this is more personal, but like, I've just seen my, you know, my road continues, continues to be shaped more and more toward just like optimizing movement and optimizing, you know, human performance. And so I, I felt like CrossFit was just another incredible tool to add to that toolbox, you know, with, and it's, it's become foundational for me too, where and it's weird because I always, you know, considered myself like a, a traditional strength and conditioning thinker. And I, you know, I certainly started to build my foundation on that, but now with CrossFit, I'm like, Oh wait, no, this foundation is very multidimensional, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. it's, um, there's so much more to fitness than just, you know, being a good programmer and, and, and knowing the science behind it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so that's kind of the draw to, the draw to coaching, um, at least. And, and then eventually the draw to physical therapy too. Mm-hmm. So, and I think for me as a coach, um, the longer I do it, the more I realize that, you know, everybody is different and, uh, just having all those different tools in yeah. the toolbox, yeah. we can make such, such great progress with anybody because, you know, whether they come in and they're already just a, a high level athlete or if they come in and they're not able to squat low enough to sit down on a, on a bench, um, you know, we can work with, with anybody and it doesn't need one methodology and, you know, your experience from before CrossFit has helped, you know, helped you come up with some really good, um, options for people. And then my experience just through the years, um, you know, kind of seeing what's working and what's not and exploring and not being like, not feeling like we have to stick to a template for each person. Um, just being able to kind of explore and experiment and see like that just leads to, to such good results for each individual, I think. For sure. And I think too, it helps just to come in and like to immerse yourself and in the class experience itself, you know, like that's half the fun for me is, is coming in and being coached, you know, and having, you know, someone give me feedback and me feeling what the workouts feel like. Cause I know a lot of times in like the strength and conditioning world, I mean, and there's like a, you know, and coaches in general, like there's the big, you know, divide or I guess like debate right now between just like grinding and like doing the work, putting in the hours, getting up at four, going to bed at 12, you know, just like the crazy, like old school, I guess, mindset and the more, 
you know, kind of like mindful mindset that people are trying to like emphasize nowadays. But anyway, there in that world, like I think there's a lot of temptation to um, like build the perfect program and have it like never do it yourself. You know, never know how it feels, never know, you know, how, what a different scale might feel like, you know, if, if this unilateral movement makes sense, is it too much for the dumb? Like whatever you're programmed, that temptation is to not, you know, you're so busy that you never work out yourself. Right. You, know, you think about the big, like, I think about my, my had, I had great high school coaches, but like they didn't work out themselves. You know, they had no idea what it felt like to, they couldn't demonstrate. They couldn't move the way that we needed to see movement happen um, to really like coach us as young mm-hmm. athletes. Um, and so again, that's just part of the fun of being part of a CrossFit community, a local CrossFit community is getting to both know people and coach them and then to be coached, to be mentored, mm-hmm. you know, just in both directions. I think that's really unique mm-hmm. and a lot of fun. So, And I think too, part of that, what you brought up a lot of times, um, you know, we have coaches that, were just good at what they did and um, maybe never had to struggle to figure things out. And I always say that's kind of one of the things that has helped me become a good coach is that nothing comes naturally to me. Nothing is easy. I have, I've had to struggle through and figure out how to do things over the years, but that struggle alone, like when you come in and you're just trying to figure out how to do a particular movement, um, you know, and all the different things you try, that's all feedback for us as coaches on, what somebody else might be going through. And that's why, you know, that's why I have so many different scaling (laughs) options for people because I, I, I I have to do things the hard way, you know, nothing comes easy to me. Um, and I think that there's things, I mean, obviously you're a good athlete, but (laughs) gymnastics is, uh, you know, maybe that's not naturally (laughs) your ability, but you've, you've really grown over the last couple of years in in your abilities there. And and I think that in turn helps you be a better coach. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, it's funny that when you started saying that, I was thinking of like gymnastics, how long (laughs) have I worked on muscle ups? But, and I think that's the beauty of it too, because I want like, I mean, like I said, I played multiple sports was usually, you know, pretty athletic. And like, as far as like Marine Corps side of things, the physical part of it was never really hard for me. There were other things that were definitely hard, but like that was not it. And so to be introduced to gymnastics that I had never done before, I have these like, y'all can't really simulate these like long, lanky arms and legs that I can't control. And so like seeing me up on the rings or up on the rig is quite literally a comedy. Um, and so, like you said, I think, being introduced to that and like seeing, seeing and feeling how hard it is when you first start and think, how is this girl who's half my size and half my height, like lifting as much weight as she is and getting up on the bar as quickly as she is. Like I've been an athlete my whole life, you know, <laughs> why can't I not do this? And, and seeing, like you said, seeing that and struggling through it, figuring out what I need to do to adapt my body in different ways and make it move the way I want to has only, yeah, helped me be a better coach. So it's, it's good to, you know, I've learned that it's good to struggle and it's really fun when things don't come easy mm-hmm. to you because it knocks you off your high horse for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. We all need that. Yeah. And then when you actually like see that struggle through and you get to the point yes. where, Oh my gosh, you just did it. Yeah. Uh, after all that hard work and yeah. failure, it's, it's pretty exciting and it just makes it that much sweeter. Yeah, so. it really is. Yeah. <laughs> um, so talk to me a little bit. You mentioned it. The reason you even started CrossFit was while you were in the Marine Corps, 
stress was high. You're starting to uh, feel like you really needed to do something about that. I hear all the time from people that CrossFit is their anxiety uh, medication, if if, if you will. So talk about that. There's actually some studies that came out recently that talked about high intensity exercise and, and the link to helping manage anxiety. Yeah, for sure. I think it was at first it was a discipline and then it became a necessity. And and not, I'd been in places before in my life where I had an unhealthy obsession with working out, you know, at one point, again, this is like more personal, but at one point in my life, I was running, you know, trying to run six miles a day and eating less than like 900 calories, you know, and just like totally unhealthy obsessions and CrossFit again, just kind of helped we find a balance, um, like a healthy mental balance. And so, you know, like I said, at first it was a discipline, you know, I would pick a class time that I knew was going to work for me. I said, no matter what, no matter what's going on at work, unless it's an emergency and there's someone I have to help, you know, we have to get handled before I go home, I'm going to this class, you know? And I think that was a real hard shift for me because, you know, any Marina will tell you, you know, it's not about you obviously. And, you know, nobody, nobody cares. Like nobody cares how you're doing. So that's not totally true, but it's, it, the, the, it, a lot of times felt like the mindset was more like your work to get done. It will always be far more important than how you're feeling. And so it was really hard to pull myself. And I know it, that's just, that's not just a brain core thing. Like people feel that pressure to perform at work or to just get things done or just to even just to log hours. A lot of times it became like a point of pride, how little sleep we were getting or how long of days we were working and just at the expense of our mental health, you know? And so it was a real discipline to make myself go to that you know, 6 p.m. class every day or 5 p.m., whatever I decided. And then when I saw how much more efficient it made me, when I felt that, like, that consistent endorphin, I guess, like, dump. And then, you know, as I started to to be more, it, just that discipline carried over into my sleep habits. You know, I, I honestly, like, CrossFit and sleep um, really helped me find a better balance throughout, you know, um, my life. So, and it just, it made me, it was just, I mean, it just made me more patient, you know, having known, having known that I had like done something for myself, really worked hard, really pushed myself and got to kind of laugh with other people because the environment I was in was not necessarily one of humor and comedy. Um, (laughs) but once, you know, once I've gotten to connect with people, um, just really, it made me want to go to work. It made me want to be more efficient. It made me want to be kinder to people, you know, and it just gave me this, you know, uh, just gave me more, you know, peace and balance with, with, you know, what I was doing. So, um, yeah. Amazing. Yeah. It was amazing. <laughs> so just from going to work out for one hour a day, yeah. you know, but yeah. it's, it's true. And I hear stories like that time and time again. Um, and you know, whether it's, coming into a group of people that is supportive or if it's just the ability to kind of put the rest of your life in the back of your mind for for just a minute while you focus on, um, you know, learning something new or whether it's just zoning out and pushing as hard as you can on that particular workout. I don't know. Is is it all of it together? Probably. Um, You know, but, but it really, I, I just hear time and time again, how CrossFit has helped 
people manage their anxiety, manage their stress, and just feel better. Um, and it helps when you're in a group of like-minded people. And we're all at different stages in, in, in the class and within the gym, in our fitness journey. But we're all after the same thing, which is progress and just to be the best that we can be. Yeah. Um, and so I think that's one of the reasons that CrossFit community just works so well for people. Um, I had another thought that, and now it's escaped me. Um, <laughs> <That's of course>. <laughs> <laughs> but what do you, Oh, I know what it is. So how did one of the biggest things people have a hard time with is making that change. Um, like you talked about, it's, it's everywhere in the world today. Like we feel all this pressure to, you know, show up at work every day, be there longer, you know, Oh, so-and-so needs me to do this. I need to go do that. And we don't make time to take care of ourselves. What is, what are some of the strategies you use to make sure you did that? Yeah. I think part of it was like the people I surrounded myself with. Um, I know that's hard because, you know, especially now that so many things are virtual and we, uh, it's so hard for us to make connection with people. Um, I mean, I was fortunate enough to be, I mean, it was CrossFit. Certainly I was in a really good church, you know, I had a really strong group of people, you know, for me, that was like my faith, some kind of spiritual health for other people that looks different. Um, you know, and the people at work who I knew who I just gravitated toward and could be more honest with. Um, I think that's one thing that I would encourage people to do is find some kind of vulnerability is hard, but fine. And, and not necessarily sharing your whole life and spilling your guts with every person who right. listen to you, but finding someone who's like-minded, who's genuine, who will listen and who you can trust, you know, to encourage you in those positive, um, habits, those positive, you know, activities. Um, and again, that's hard now because we we're so, used to connecting virtually, we're used to, you know, seeing people's lives from a, lives from a distance on social media. Um, and those virtual connections, sometimes we kind of confuse for real connections yeah. and, yeah. and they're not, it's not the same. It's, it's very different. Yeah. So be, I would definitely urge people to be aware of that. Yeah, for sure. uh, and really kind of, like you said, seek out those uh, real connections with people that are reciprocal and, and, you know, you feel like you can talk to them and, and not just put on a show, but, but talk about your struggles in, in a manner that, you know, you want honest feedback and and bounce ideas off of them and, and, you know, both both directions. Yeah, for sure. That, yeah, the, the community pieces, I mean, and that helps with CrossFit too, you know, when you have, when you meet people, you know, you meet people in the class that you really vibe with and then go to the same class together and that accountability is huge. Um, but I think too, just eliminating things and other, I guess like piece of advice would be just like eliminate things that give you immediate like gratification, um, or immediate satisfaction because, you know, the more I, I found kind of the more I distance myself from whatever it was like notifications on my phone, social media, you know, it's like making myself read a long book or something to get, to have to work towards something and get through something that also helped translate into being consistent at CrossFit, knowing that, you know, yes, I was going to get that immediate satisfaction of like that high after a workout or feeling good after a workout, but I was also going to see, and that's kind of where I am now. See, I may not be able to see it now, but the long-term benefits of being mm-hmm. consistently, 
you know, just moving consistently and keeping my intensity high and, you know, eating relatively well, or at least being kind to myself the way I eat, which is, you know, not always the case with me. Um, so just being able to just kind of just mindful in the least, you know, I'm not saying that you have to like quit social media or, you know, stop whatever, never eat anything delicious or, you know, it it doesn't need to be one extreme or the other, but mindfulness goes a long way. And then I think that is your, your idea about that instant gratification is one of the biggest issues we have right now, because working out is hard. Building a consistent, healthy lifestyle is hard. And you don't, it's harder because we don't see the, that instant result from it within, you know, a day, a week, a month, even it takes that consistent effort time over time, over time, um, before you see that progress and it's definitely worth it. But in in today's world of instant gratification, it's just so easy to give into what feels good right now. Um, and you know, that's not always making yourself go to a workout. That's not always getting up and doing the workout or saying, you know what, I've put my hours in for work today. I need to leave and I need to go get my workout in, um, you know, or saying, I really don't feel like cooking tonight. So, you know, I'm going to go through the drive-thru instead saying, I'm just going to go home and spend the extra little bit of time making something healthy for my body. Um, you know, it's not easy, but it's worth it. Right. So, yeah. And that's the thing is you, it's just so hard to know. It's, it's, and I think that's, what's hard because, you know, people don't, you don't know what issues you avoid. You know, we, I will never know if I was, well, maybe I will, you know, I will never know if, you know, if I don't have a heart attack when I'm 70, you know, I'll never know that I was supposed to have a heart attack. So, you know, it's just, it's because you didn't take care of yourself. <laughs> right. And so I think that's part of the motivation is just to, and not necessarily for me, you know, I think at one point in my life, I would have said, you know, it's for my physique. I want to look good. And now I just, I care so little about what I look like. And it's been really kind of cool to see my mindset shift, mindset shift almost like instead of bad words, um, <laughs> to caring more just about how I feel, um, and the long-term benefits of, you know, just not being a burden on my family, you know, being able to, if we ever have kids, being able to be active with them and, just, you know, help them be active and, you know, enjoy the way their bodies move and be positive about their bodies, mm-hmm. you know, um, and not rely on external validation. Right. Um, exactly. Which is hard. I mean, it's still something it that, you know, therapy is helpful. <laughs> find, that's also another piece of advice. You can find a good therapist, um, nothing wrong with it, mm-hmm. but it's just, um, I think, I mean, part of that too is probably like my frontal lobe has formed now and my motivations and my judgment is different, but my, it's been cool to see how I have grown and how my, I guess my motivations and my desires have changed from something being real, almost like selfish and internal to being more like community based and, mm-hmm. and long-term based and like that immediate gratification. Yeah. And I, I think that, I think that is something that, that, that shift happens for, for a lot of people just as you get older, Yeah, yeah. but also I just see it a lot in CrossFit, yeah. uh, you know, especially for women, when they're younger, they tend to come in and they're just really focused on how they look or yeah. not even younger, even, you know, middle age yeah. or whatever age, if they just haven't learned to appreciate their body for what it can do and the health, you know, that it has, um, 
versus it looking a certain way. Um, there's usually CrossFit has been a really good tool for a lot of people to kind of shift out of that yeah. mindset that can be so damaging. Um, you know, when you're trying to look a certain way or you're trying to be like somebody else, look like somebody yeah. else, it it's just a road to misery yeah. really. Um, but when you start appreciating your body for what it can do for you and what it can do for other people, you know, and your ability to go help other people, um, and, and just kind of be in awe of the, of the things you can do with it and, and see how, you know, nourishing that body and giving it the sleep that it needs, how that helps it even more. I think that's a big shift that a lot of people experience with CrossFit and, um, I think it's really important and, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a big deal. Yeah. And, and that's, I mean, like I said, it's the major barrier that most women face as far as like doing a gym or, you know, being consistently fit, you know, is just trying to overcome their own hatred of their bodies. Like, and I mean, I can attest to that. Like I've been there, I felt it. I know what a struggle it is. And it's like I said, I mean, it's just been a real, like, miracle blessing crazy you know just how my mindset because I couldn't it's funny if I think about when I was you know my college you know early adulthood I can't imagine not constantly worried about being worried about what I look like Mm -hmm. like that just that thought felt foreign to me and now like you said it's more I don't know it's getting older it's being mature it's you know being more grounded whatever it is it's just being a CrossFit being seeing other people who look totally different from me who maybe in a you know previous life I would have judged for the way they look and now they are you know outlifting me outmoving me outrunning me and I'm like it does not matter like half of that is genetics you know I used to you know see these women who just you know whatever built like goddesses, however you want to say it. And I was like, man, you know, that's, I'm going to look like them someday. Well, no, you're not because you don't have their genetics, you know, like a lot of that is literally not in you. (laughs) And so, and I mean, and that's why I started running cross country. And part of the reason I wanted to run cross country because I wanted to look like a thin runner, you know, Mm -hmm. and it, and it absolutely broke me. (laughs) Like My body has never been so unhappy. And it helped out with my core stuff. Like I was able to run three miles really fast for me. Um, but it just, it was not what my body was happier doing. And I'll still go out on a run. Like I haven't got to the point where I hate it, you know, and I'll still try to do the distance thing every now and then. But it's I just a more moderate approach. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not so extreme. And and I think that moderation has it's been a game changer. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. And it's it's kind of for me, it's fun to see people come in here and, you know, of all shapes and sizes, like Tata, and, you know, they just, they do things they never thought in a million years that they could do. And just seeing the joy on their face when that happens, um, it's, it's, it's just awesome. And, and to see them little by little, let go of that damaging, uh, mindset as far as like being completely focused on what they look like, versus you know what they can do and what and you know how they might inspire other people and how they can help other people and it's just it's 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 pretty 
we're pretty lucky. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And that's, it's so cool to see how that mindset has carried over into like some of my physical therapy stuff. I mean, I'm only starting my second year, but I had a rotation this summer and I think there were, you know, even I was working predominantly in like a geriatric setting and it's crazy. There are people in their like probably you know, 70s and 80s who have never been told that they're doing a good job or never been encouraged or never really been pushed. And I, and that's, you know, part of my reason for wanting to get into physical therapy too is, you know, I think, I think people can be pushed, you know, in a lot of situations, it's inappropriate, but a lot of people can be pushed harder than they thought they could, you know, and they can do more than they thought they could do. And, and that mindset shift is huge. It's life-changing for some people, you know? And so sometimes I think that's what I, I was fortunate enough to grow up in a really supportive household. You know, my great parents were, you know, always for God, whatever I was doing, we're always there, you know, for events and stuff like that. But some people, a CrossFit gym is the first place where they've had people cheer for them. Mm-hmm. It's the first place they've had people encourage them, clap for them. I'm like, going to get emotional thinking about it. Cause it's just, it's, it's crazy that this is the first place some people have ever felt that. And, yep. and that can be totally transformative for people yep. too. Yeah. And to think though, that some people are nervous to come to CrossFit yeah. because they quote unquote can't do it. Yeah. And I just wish they would come and, and give it a shot yeah. and see yeah. what, what, what they can do yeah. and, and the, the support that they'll get. Yeah, you know, it's, for it's, sure. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> um, so let's talk about physical therapy mm-hmm. school. Um, you actually, this last year, one of your professors asked you to yeah. do a little project <laughs> related to CrossFit. Yeah. For, for, um, yeah. Talk about I that. It's about that. Cool. I know it, it was really cool. cool. Uh, so for my, we had a therapeutic exercise class. It was literally just, for me, it was like, a, well, it, it was just going over, you know, basic exercises that you can implement for people for stability, mobility, neuromuscular re-education, balance, you know, agility, all that. Um, and he's kind of a, our professor is, you know, he was a personal trainer before he got into physical therapy. Um, he was like self-professed meathead and has really experimented with a lot of different types of workouts. He works out by himself, but, you know, he's definitely implemented a lot of CrossFit into some of his personal workouts and to in, with some of his um, patients as well. And so he just asked me, you know, I guess I'm like the resident CrossFitter in the class. <laughs> So my arms are usually pretty dead giveaway. Um, pretty hesitant to wear sleeveless shirts because um, it's pretty identifying. But no, he just asked me to make a video about you know what CrossFit was about and and to just try to help people because he he knows those common perceptions that we talked about earlier that you know people think it's just crazy and a lot of physical therapists you know, have this really negative. Um, I guess just negative perception about CrossFit and, you know, they only see, I mean, because that's kind of the nature of the beast They, you know, physical therapists and a lot of doctors tend to only see injured people coming in from CrossFit. You know, if somebody's super healthy coming in from a physical, they're maybe not necessarily going to say, well, I do CrossFit, you know, they're just going to say, mm-hmm. oh, I work out you know, regularly, whatever. And so a lot of physical therapists, you know, again, just have that negative perception. So he wanted me to kind of create a video, you know, demonstrating some of our basic movements, foundational movements, um, 
And then two, just explaining how to have a conversation with someone who does CrossFit, you know, how to, you know, modify their treatment and help them implement a treatment that they can do in a CrossFit class and not discouraging people from, well, you know, the reason you're hurt is because you're doing CrossFit. You need right. to stop. Which um, that is never the reason they're hurt. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> you know, they never say the reason you're hurt is because you're playing football. <laughs> like, right. <laughs> so yes. The reason you're hurt is because you were running. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know why CrossFit mm-hmm. has been such an easy target. Um, but when I, you know, I've had a, like two, one injury that was, it wasn't major. It was, it was just kind of nagging. Um, but I went and got an MRI for on my knee and it was really like an accident. It wasn't a overtime type of thing. And, you know, the doctor that I saw was just kind of full of himself and had a bunch of jokes about CrossFit and, and it, you know, meanwhile, I go out into in, in his waiting room is full of high school football players and people over the age of 70 that probably fell trying to do a basic thing, like walk to their car and, and broke something. And it's like, well, I'm, the football players, they're, that's it's a dangerous sport. There's a lot of injuries involved. But the people that are 70, like how many of them might might not have needed to go in there if they had been exercising regularly and doing CrossFit and, you know, built strong bones and muscles to handle something like that. So it's just kind of, it's frustrating to hear that there are plenty of physical therapists and doctors that have um, experienced CrossFit for themselves and that are huge advocates of it. But, you know, in my mind, until they all can kind of see the, the positives, we just need to help help spread the word. Yeah. Because I think it's so interesting because on one hand we have like our, you know, like ACS, our American college of sports medicine guidelines for you know, how much work, you know, how much, you know, high intensity uh, movement you're supposed to get a day, how much, you know, aerobic exercise you're supposed to get a week, weightlifting, all that. So we have our guidelines that we're supposed to really preach to our, our patients, our clients, athletes, whomever it is. And, you know, it's just counterproductive if you have someone who's super consistent with CrossFit, which is going to get you literally all, it's going to hit all of, it's funny because as we started talking about this in class, I kind of like throughout the months, I would kind of keep track of like, well, this day was more anaerobic. This day was more weightlifting. This day was more, aerobic, you know, and I would kind of keep track and like every week I would hit those guidelines and exceed those guidelines and while having, you know, implementing two rest days mm-hmm. per week, you know, like I, you hit those guidelines so easily with a week, you know, five days of CrossFit a week. Um, and so it's just totally counterproductive. And I think that's what part of the video was encouraging. It's like, you've got someone who's like super passionate about moving and super consistent. Don't discourage them from that. Give them tools to modify things, look for correctives to do, to get them healthier so that they can maintain mm-hmm. that consistency. Yeah. And I think so, that's awesome. And yeah. I, I, I'm super happy that, yeah. that he, you know, encouraged you to do that. And then that you mm-hmm. put it together. Yeah. So. And it's cool too, because now there's so many people in our class who are interested, you know, a lot of people have tried CrossFit. I know here at, um, at Texas Tech, they do like a free class uh, once a semester or something like that. So a lot of students had access to like a free, you know, class or whatever. Um, and then people had done CrossFit just you know, like one-off classes for whatever reason. And there's just more and more people coming up to me. And so that, you know, kind of, you and I have talked about setting up a class for students to do, to just like have that exposure, but just a little bit of education, I think has gone a long way for just my classmates who probably there were some who just thought were probably like me, you know, just thought it's a little too much. Like people don't know what they're doing. 
they're not real coaches, just not true. (laughs) It is a good thing for them to do, you know? So, well, I think that's awesome. Um, do you have any, any final things? We've covered quite a few topics, which is good. Do you have any, any, um, final thoughts? Uh, I don't know why my, (laughs) my husband does crossfit with McBlake. That's my husband's name in case you don't know. Um, that was, it's been a really cool way for us to connect. Um, it's funny because when we first got married, you know, I was doing crossfit before we got married and hit a, a few of his family members do crossfit as well. And, um, he always said, like, from the very beginning, we were like, we were never working out together. Like, that's your space. You know, he would do, like, Marine Corps fitness thing. You do your thing. I'll do mine. And um, and now we work out every morning together. <laughs> and, and it goes fine. And it's a lot it's of fun. fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of fun. We pick at each other a lot. But it's, like, good. You know, we just have fun with it together. And a lot of times after a workout, you know, we'll get in the car and be like, that was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed working out with you today. You know, and just like little things like that, they can really, you know, and it's definitely not for everybody. I know not all couples can work out together, um, but it's been something that's been really cool for us. Um, And so, you know, I would, I mean, that's kind of my spiel to everyone. Whoever asks about CrossFit is like, even if you're totally against it, it, and that's just a principle to maybe implement in your life across the board, like something that you think you're totally against, uh, but you don't really have knowledge Mm -hmm. about immerse yourself in it just briefly, you know, just try it, try a class, you know, talk to someone, do your research, whatever it may be, just be a little bit more Mm open-minded to it and give it a try, you know, and if it's not for you, it's not for you, but it could, you know, be something that really sticks and is quite literally life-changing. So, Yep. We've seen it time and time again for ourselves, both of us yeah. and um, just in, in our members. Yeah. And, and it's, it's pretty exciting. That's and cool. I think I'm pretty lucky to have, have a job that lets me see these, you know, life-changing moments yeah. with so many people. And yeah. It's huge. It's just, it's, it's pretty great. Yeah. Well, thank you for You're being welcome. a guest on the podcast. <laughs> and it was, it was pretty good. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> I liked it. Thanks. <laughs>